Greetings, everyone. I'm Luke Brian Smith, and welcome to Enlightened, Empowered, Evolved. I believe everyone is doing well, and everything is unfolding perfectly. I'm excited yet again, and you know why. Because I love engaging in amazing, positive, enlightening, awakening dialogues with extraordinary people from around the world. And today is no exception. I have on Enlightened Empowered Evolved today, Nicole, Coco, Lamena, and who is a pharmaceutical, she works for a pharmaceutical company. She's a clinical, a nurse, a clinical educator. She's a therapist. She works with Reiki. She has a business called Vibration Healing and just a, amongst a whole lot more. But we'll talk about that. So how are you doing today, Nicole? Oh, I'm doing excellent. How are you today, Luke? I'm doing fabulous. And I just want to extend my sincerest gratitude because I'm a firm believer that time is one of our most precious assets. And for you to choose to spend even a segment of your time here on my podcast, I just want to extend gratitude to you. Thank you very much. No, thank you. I'm I'm excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, so let's just get right into it. So first of all, you're a clinical educator, a nurse for a pharmaceutical company. Can you break that down a little bit? The clinical educator? Um I support a drug uh, for a pharmaceutical company at a call center. So basically patients will call in and they'll ask about the drug. And then I help them like teach them with administration. If they have questions about side effects or how they get their drug, if they want to sign up for like financial help, stuff like that. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Great. But what I'm really interested in, and that that's fabulous, but what I'm really interested in is that you're a, a certified massage therapist um, and you have your own business mm-hmm. entitled Vibration Healing. Let's get into that. How did that even, how'd you start that and what does that business entail? Well, um, actually, I wrote it the Spanish way because I'm half Mexican. Too. So um, I call it vibración, which it means vibration, exactly yes. what you said. But I call it vibración healing. Everybody calls me Coco just because once I was working at a certain hospital and there was like five Nicoles at the nurse's station. 
And so we all had our own nicknames. One was Nick, one was Nick Nick, one was Nikki. I'm like, just call me Coco. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, as I was uh, saying at the at, uh, prior to this uh, segment, how could you not be be called that? That is so cool. <laughs> and who Thank does you. not like Coco? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. Um, but my um, energy medicine uh, practice has paralleled my nursing career, and I've been doing both for about 27 years. So, um, yeah, and it's been very um, enriching into my life. I, When I worked in behavioral health, I worked in addiction. So I, for about nine years, ran the energy medicine program there for the chronic pain in the medical recovery unit. And right. uh, we we definitely offered like a host of therapies. And then um, I was permitted to practice uh, Japanese Reiki, Mayan crystal and sound healing, which is called Sizani Raku. And then I was also incorporating Arcturian healing methods. And then when I was channeling energy, all of a sudden, sometimes Aurora Borealis energy would come down. Like in my mind's eye, I would see all the colors swirling. Right. I was like, that about and then also be, besides that um pulsar energy would descend as well um so i started to incorporate those frequencies too into the healing whenever they they would just come through so and, and, and uh, um excuse me but when did this start i mean was there a a certain moment in your life or has it always been that way where you had this this gift and we're seeing these uh, colors and feeling what you were feeling. Did it, did, did a transformation happen at a certain point or um, was it uh, always like that and you just didn't know what it was or how'd that unfold? It was kind of interesting. I, I got a reading actually the weekend before and the woman who read me said that I came into earth gifted and I was like, I'm just ready to like not argue with her, but I was like, I really thought my awakening started when I was 12 because that's when I noticed I started seeing auras around. I went to 12 years of Catholic school. So when the would come in and he would give talks on Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m., I used to see colors around his head and his shoulders. You see there, or, or uh, how do you pronounce it? Aurora? An, yeah. Oh, I would okay. see thin. It was only like an inch or two. Uh, it was, and uh, my comparison, <laughs> it was like the Crayola crayon. So it was like a cornflower blue color. Radiating. Oh, wow. It was like light and it was radiating over his head and shoulders. Cause that's kind of where I was focusing on. Um, but then it started, I would see it in my own mother. It was very dynamic in her because she's very like lively and animated. And I think the R's would start fluctuating with people's moods and things of that nature. But when I graduated nursing school, one of my best friends found a class that offered therapeutic touch because that's a valid nursing theory that involves energy, like working with electromagnetic field, the aura of a person um, right. and like manipulate it to, to provide assist in balancing the energies of the body that would impact, you know, the physicality and the spiritual you know, as well as the mental too. And is so. That, uh, is that actually, and excuse me again, but I'm just very, uh, 
you, you have a lot of things that you that you're talking about that makes me uh, curious. So when you say that 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 what is it? Something touch. Uh. Therapeutic touch. touch. Do you actually touch or is it you get close to them like this, your energy? Um, well, I never got a chance to learn it because every oh. time, I, every oh, okay. time for it at this healing center that my friend found, because back in the day in the Philly area, there was this big magazine. It was called the Nursing Spectrum. And it had all these little fun classes in the back that you could take. And that's where she saw the class. And every time I signed up, there wasn't enough people. They're like, Oh, hon, we're we're offering Reiki. Why don't you learn that? And so I was like, sure, I'll sign up. They're like, it's a similar theory. It's just it's like a Japanese form of Tibetan healing. Why not? I'm like, okay, I'll sign up for it. And then from there, like having all those attunements, the teachers looking at me because I'm seeing like a purple orb flying around the room. Oh wow! <laughs> there. She's like, is anybody seeing anything? Because my, my eyes kept following it. And um, she said that when Dr. Mikhail Yasui, the founder of Reiki, comes, is present during the class. Um, and uh, usually Reiki is the color of purple. So uh, that's probably why I was seeing, it was probably him <laughs> flying around the room. Oh, but, probably. Yeah. And you have a, a beautiful purple um jacket on as i might add <laughs> thank you <laughs> yes thank you. i love the color uh purple too especially uh i i've grown up being a, a prince fan as well so <laughs> um, <laughs> that's his color purple I, but yeah purple when you look at it and it just has a certain feeling about it you know and it's, yeah yeah it's very uh sort of like to me in my perspective it's very uh calming and beautiful and kind of mysterious kind of I don't I don't know if you understand I mean if I'm articulating it correctly or I'm really, oh yeah 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 it's yeah, it's, it's a it's a it's a I don't know it's just a like an, an eclectic color it's just amazing I love it thank you I do too and I think in like the judeo-christian realms they, um, I think the Bible probably talks about it in terms of royalty. Royalty, yes. Yeah, but um, yes. I like to think of it as the connection with universal energy and the divine. So, right, yeah, right. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah, so, also, you are an aurora. You just spoke on that. What is this, borealis and pulsar channeler? Yes. Yes. Uh, so when I started channeling the Arcturian frequencies, um, and Arc Arcturian frequencies, I studied with Dr. Gene Ang. Uh, he's a PhD neurobiologist from Yale, and um, he kind of was guided to start um, teaching others how to utilize Arcturian healing for balancing mind, body, and spirit. Um, right. I started and you know Arcturus is a it's a sun in the boots galaxy and it's 30 times larger than our sun wow that's hard to imagine yeah so it's a really powerful vibration that comes down when you channel that um, frequency right. um but in the middle of channeling that um 
I would start to rock and then I would time it. It would, it, because I'm a nurse, <laughs> I would time yes, everything. It, ha- it had a rhythm. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> it had, yeah. oh yeah, it had a rhythm. You, you were timing, you were timing the, the, the rocking. The sensation of it was so powerful as um like and sometimes when I do Arcturian healing, sometimes I put my hands out to channel. Sometimes I'm just sitting in a chair in a meditative state and I'll put a lot's going on and I'm focusing on the patient's body who's who was at the time was lying down in their hospital bed. But um, yeah, so this energy was coming down and the way I was I was timing it. And then I didn't know I was like, what? I don't even know what a pulsar is. I had to go look it up on the Internet. I'm like, what is all this stuff? And like, um, so I looked that up and I was drawn to the binary pulsars. And then what I came to measure, there's they oscillate and like there's two stars that end up in their own orbit. And they're they're so um, I think gravity makes them uh, rotate around each other. Right. And that's where you get the pulsar watches that are timed like 60 seconds or whatever. But the timing of it, I, I can't remember if it was four or five. It was coming down every four or five minutes. And I was speaking with a unified physicist because I study metaphysics, too. And I was like, and he was like, yeah, that seems pretty consistent with the, um, I guess, the free, the oscillations and the frequency of that times. He's like, that does sound like a binary pulsar. Like, that does sound like the frequency and the time in which that occurs. So he's like, you have something there. Um, actually it was Adam Apollo who said that, and he asked if he could use what I revealed to him in some talks. Cause sometimes he gives talks all over. Do you, do you know Adam Apollo? No, uh, this is the first time me hearing, uh, about him. Is he, um, discuss, uh, met- metaphysics and, and po- polar polarity and, um, uh, uh, uh just, uh, vibrations and atoms and things like that or how what does he discuss he a lot of work with um i think his name is nasim hadamin who's another physicist and i okay. think they are on the board of the residence academy where they offer tons of classes but i know ej he owns several different businesses um he's kind of like cutting edge he's like very progressive um right. but he's had um, experiences as well um, but he's given talks at the White House and at the United Nations and so he he liked like what I shared with him because you know he teaches unified physics and that's kind of like right up his alley yes. so I was like sure I'm like absolutely like I was like kind of like not taking it back but I was like okay sure you know because yes. I, I interviewed um, a physicist who formerly um um was employed with uh nasa his name was dan his name is not was but his name is dan matthews and he's just wow it was just uh just a little um he did some some uh uh what do you call it, uh, it some demonstrations uh-huh. right there and it was just amazing oh wow <laughs> i you know what after this uh segment i'll i'll find i i had him on my um show about i think three times i'll copy the links to his shows and i'll send them to you in messenger so you can check him out 
Okay. That He's an awesome, great. awesome guy. Yeah, Dan Matthews. And yeah, I'll see if I can find the one where he did the 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 um the the electric he did I don't know. <laughs> I can't think of the names, but the, the demonstrations that he did for me and let you let you see that it's just amazing. So what I was gonna what I'm gonna ask you is um so it, it's kind of an elementary question, but you know, when you work with people in regards to your expertise, um, what what benefits have you um, have you noticed, or have they um, in, anyone informed you? Um, it, it, has it helped anyone find a balance within themselves, or what is what has occurred? Um, well, most of those different modalities. I mean, they all have different their own little style to them. Like when I do the Sizani Raku, I, I studied with the Mayan priest and I utilize uh, like a Native American frame drum, rattles. Sometimes I usually finish off the session with a mutual vocal toning exercise and I do a crystal grid body. And usually I'm drawn to maybe areas when I scan the body that I might feel that have maybe more pins and needles in one area that may need a little more help. Maybe that chakra is not spinning as it should, or maybe there's something going on with the organ. Um, maybe there's something stuck, stuck in their emotional body there. Um, and, and sometimes I'm able, you know, I might get, use my intuition and get insight or, you know, hear message. I work, with my spirit guides and the client spirit guides, I bring all like the, you know, the ascended masters and I bring my team, my spirit team in. And so through that, um, I, I might start to get images. I might start to hear names of people in their life, whether they're living or dead. Um, they might come in during the treatment. And so it might illuminate an area where maybe they need to focus on, um, and sometimes it usually ties in if it, even if it's something physical, it might tie into something, an emotional component as well. Um, so it, it just might bring insight into what's going on. And then I might get guided. And because I have a behavioral health and I have a minor in psychology, I might get guided to explore that a little bit more. Oh. And I might get messages as to maybe what they need to incorporate in their life too like a little bit more. I might get guided to say, go to your doctor, get some labs drawn because something's not feeling right over your liver. Like, you know what I mean? Like, go get your right. liver. No, that, um, yes. That, you know, the, the and, and I'm sure um, you know, but the, the intuition is, is, is very powerful. And people forget, including myself, that it, it, it doesn't only work just like for things in your own life, but for other people too, if you've tuned into it, you can, yeah, you can use that um, or ta or tap into it to help someone else as well. And that's a lot of times we forget that, you know, because yeah, go ahead. Now, so when I was doing the, the chronic pain unit um, for all those years, I actually collected the two volumes of data, almost like tomes. I was using a Mankoski, like a measuring pain scale. And I would do measurements before and after wherever their pain was. And um, I wanted to run an efficacy trial on it to see, you know, is it statistically significant? And if so, like, cool to get published. 
I just never ran the data. <laughs> I never ran the data on it to see. I get wow. too amazing. <laughs> but um, yeah, so sometimes their pain would reduce. Um, I mean, unfortunately, I didn't have a control group because they were all pretty much utilized conventional meds and they were on other therapies. They would get the hydro massage therapy bed, acupuncture, physical therapy, medical management. They saw a, um, a psychiatrist. So they may have been getting um, like psych medication and counseling too. Um, and so all of these therapies combined, sometimes they would walk in in a wheelchair and sometimes they would be walking out, not using any type of assistive device. Like they may have come in in a wheelchair. They may have graduated to a walker um, and then a cane and then not use anything. So wow. it all depends because a lot of them had all different types of things. You know, they may have had uh, slip discs or infections because a lot of them um, sometimes they would progress from abusing opioid pills and then. To get it cheaper on the streets, they would start shooting up heroin, you know, oh, wow. because they wanted the same pain relief. Uh, because usually when you abuse opioids, it takes more and more. Your tolerance gets real high right. and it creates this jack in the box effect where the pain would be squashed once they get the med. Once the medication wears off, their pain is higher than when they originally started. So it's like they're always fine. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's, wow. Yeah. So it was a lot of bone infections that we were treating too with IV. They had pick lines and IV antibiotic management that we were doing. Um, uh, and some wounds, wounds from shooting up too. So. Wow. That's, yeah. that's very powerful. Um, what your all these details that you're, um, that you're, uh, in, um, discussing very intricate and it all boils down to just um healing and you know healing and helping you know others overcome something or to um tune into something into that's amazing amazing work that you're doing and it's aligned with your 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 gifts you know and, and that's 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 totally amazing and I, and i resonate well we rewind back a little bit when you were even talking about uh you mentioned uh, spirit guides and ascended masters and stuff like that, because for, for a long time, I was seeing um, the number three, three, three a lot. So I use that. I incorporate that number. It's, it's in my email and everything, you know, and that has to oh. do with the ascended masters. I know that because I did some research on that. So that, that's amazing. That's yeah. awesome. Great. Right. Yeah. That's my number three, three, three. I even have a song that I created in which, um, I say that, you know, three, oh, three, I three. Love it. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'll share that with you too. It's, it's, it's a hip hop song, but I, 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 uh, incorporated that three, three, three. Um, the song is called awaken and, mm -hmm. you know, and I kind of reference, you know, some, some urban type stuff, but then I, I mix that in there, like the, 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 the spiritual stuff. So I can kind of, grab some of the mainstream audience and kind of like draw them into, you know, you know, awaken them a little bit. You know, no, so, I, I was yeah. just listening to old school hip hop. Cause one of my buddies, he got selected down in Miami to be one of the producers for some big celebration that they're having down there. 
So he yes. wanted to know what our favorite old school hip hop dance song was going to be. And um, I was pulling in stuff from the early 2000s, but okay. then pulling in some old songs from, oh my God, back in the 80s. Oh, okay. Yes. That's, I, I love 80s music. Yes. Yeah. That's when I was, I was a teenager in the 80s. So, um, yeah. I love I love the 80s. I love 80s music. I love 80s, you know, uh my wife laughs at me, but I love 80s uh pop music, you know, like uh like uh in excess and and and, and culture club and, and just a whole lot of different bands. The, you know, a lot of the bands uh back then that were popular were were from England and London. Those ah. Yeah, so yeah, I love all that that music. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's amazing. But yes, I will um, I will find that link. Um, do you happen to listen to or uh, Spotify or Pandora or anything? Because I have it on there too. Or would you just like a link? Uh, the link to that song. I think I have it on YouTube. Oh, do it on YouTube. I'm all about YouTube. Okay, Wait. so I'll, I'll find it. Yeah, it's on it's on an album that I that I uh, did um, last year entitled self-empowerment music for the streets which okay. which yeah was intended to like i said my intentions when i created that album were to uh get some of the fan base of the of the of the music that's more um urban and maybe not so healthy um violence and substance abuse kind of tap into that audience and then kind of pull them over. So I said, I, I referenced a lot, some things that they could kind of relate to, but then, yeah. you know, I still kept it clean uh -huh. um, because I don't use any profanity in my, um, in my, in my uh, music. And I, without pouring it on too strong where they won't quite understand, you know, if I just, <clears throat> you know, um, just kind of mix it a little bit in there so they i'm yeah. planning basically planting seeds so yes i'll send you that so that's I amazing love, i love that no wait you said you were listening to some of the stuff from europe do you do you remember the ocean blue from the 80s ocean blue who's that was a group yeah what song what what was their popular song well their popular album was ocean blue ocean blue and they had a Manchester sound. I think you would like it. It's kind of like sing-songy. If you like some of the stuff from the 80s. I'm the Ocean Blue. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to check them out then. I just screenshotted it here. Yeah. It's like kind of like Sunday Drive music, but it's nice just to bebop around and listen to it. Oh, okay. But I'm eclectic like you. I think you kind of like everything like I do. I do. I do. I was good. Yeah, we were talking, I don't know if you remember Tough Crew from the 80s. We were talking Tough Crew, and do you remember that song, Top Villain? That was another group. I have and to listen to it. But yeah, I like stuff like, um, like I just looked it up, like one of the songs I like. It's Every Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. Oh, yes. I used to love Tears for Fears. Yeah, yeah so I like, I, I like music like that because when I hear it, it's nostalgic to me because... That was the beginning um, of MTV, and uh -huh. those, those were the songs being played on it at that time. Madonna and you know groups like yeah, Tears for Fears and Duran Duran, yeah. and then there were the heavy metal bands, and yeah, and which I didn't really get into, but the pop groups I definitely got into. So yeah, it's amazing. Did you grow I'm up? 
California or did you grow up somewhere else? Uh, most of my life, California, but I started out in Ohio, a small oh. uh, town um, a sm at that time, a small city um, named Lima, Ohio. Nearest, okay. nearest city was a uh, uh, bigger city was um, is Dayton, Ohio, which that's where the airport is. But yeah, moved okay. out to California in the 80s. Oh, that's so great. My mom's it's from Northern California, but I grew I grew up outside Philly. That's where I am. Oh, OK, Philadelphia. Brotherly love, right? Yes. That's right. why a lot of old school hip hop songs, I think, are very secular to Philly. Right. Have you ran those 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 stairs where Rocky ran up before? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, you know the picture I sent you? That yes. was right at the fountain at the top of those steps. Oh, okay. See, I always wanted to do that. I said, one day I'm going to Philadelphia and I'm gonna run up those stairs just like him <laughs> and put my hands up. Yeah. That was one of my favorite uh uh franchises of movies. Um is is Rocky. <laughs> yes it's so inspirational yeah yeah I, I i really i really like sylvester stallone he's he's awesome in those in those movies and yeah well written and just just a lot of it when you think back it was like okay yeah right but it still was very entertaining <laughs> well he he wrote it apparently he did yeah the, you know the sad part is he wrote those movies right mm -hmm. but Whatever contra, I, I'm not sure if I'm even explaining this right, but I'll get to the the conclusion of it is that he does not own the rights to that franchise. So he wrote it, but whatever contract he signed, that whatever production company, Universal, wherever it's from, they own it. Oh no! Yeah, okay. so the, yeah, they own that franchise. Just like when they're making like the newer movie connected to it, um, Apollo Creed, um, Creed movies. You know, that's that's that company, um, the whatever it's Universal or Columbia, whatever it is, um, they they're he's not getting any residuals from that because yeah, they own that. That's just how it works, I guess. Yes. Yeah. So um how can while we have you here, um are there any links or any websites or any way that people can find you to um in either inquire or, or, or read about your um, wonderful work or or um, ask for your assistance or anything? Oh, yes, absolutely. I would be, I'm actually teaching a Reiki level one class Earth Day weekend um, here in the Philadelphia area. And that's April 22nd and 23rd from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Whoever's interested in getting certified in Reiki level one, um, I would love to teach you. Um, and I don't have any websites, but people can get a hold of me via my email address, which is cocolamano at yahoo.com, which is C-O-C-O-L-A-M-A-N-O -O at yahoo.com. And then I have my Vibracion Healing page on Facebook um, or my regular Facebook page. They can get a hold of me uh, by the Nicole Coco Lamena. But um yeah, Amazing. for sure. Thank you very much for again for being on this on on this podcast and sharing with me as well as uh, many others. Uh, 
If you would like to be on the Enlightened Empowered Evolved podcast, you can email me at 333empower at gmail.com. Also hit the like button and the subscribe button, whatever platform you're listening or and or watching this on. Thank you very much. You see, Nicole, I told you, or Coco, I told you I incorporate that 333. That's my email, 333empower. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yeah, that's a very powerful number. The th 33 is the master number. Yes, I love that number. Thank uh -huh. you, everyone, for watching and or listening. See you soon. I'm sending you love uh, and appreciation. May uh, abundance and health and prosperity circulate in all areas of your life. Thank you very much. See you soon. Thank Life you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. See you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>